Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. At one point, people just got bored with watching man, woman, man, woman, you know. In right. A so th- th- I'm still at the point where that's, <laughs> that's exciting. almost too exciting for me. <laughs> I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert and cougar. And my son is a self-proclaimed stand-up comic, mime, human fountain, and clown. We're adding to the list. We're getting, the list is getting longer. Aside from being a great co-host of this podcast called Sex Talk with my mom. I'm so grateful to be able to do this podcast with you. I'm grateful as well. Where we get to talk about sex so openly and with... Are with awesome guests, which you'll hear today, and reach awesome listeners like you guys. You're our family now, guys. You're our family. We get to answer your questions, and it's it's very liberating to be able to have these discussions. So speaking of that, we have a live show coming up. Oh, you wanted to do some plugs right now real quick before we even tell them what the show's about. Ah, no. They got to hear the plugs, and then we'll hear about the show. They might not want to listen to the rest of the show if they hear the plugs. They always want to listen to the show. What kind of confidence is that? All right, Give them the plugs. The plugs are, we are doing a live show. May 9th at, in Los Angeles. If you're in Los Angeles, you got to come on out because we're going to have awesome guests, hilarious games. Door prizes. Remarkable door prizes. It's at the Lyric Hyperion Theater. Hint, which, hint, lube. <laughs> and and uh, you can buy tickets online on our Facebook page. It's called Sex Talk with My Mom. And on to other important details. We have a morning after show. The morning after show is where we get to communicate with you. And what that means is that after this podcast, call in to our hotline, which is... Yes, text mom. Yes, text mom. Just type it into your phone. Give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. And you can leave a comment, a question, any, any feelings that this podcast episode stirred up for you. We got such funny responses from our Clona Willie episode. And we'd love to hear from you about this episode so we can play them on Monday and respond to them. In the morning after show. And now we also, one more thing we'd like to add is that we'd love to have you share our podcast with a friend. Stop being so selfish and just share it. Share it. It's the best way to help us out. and uh, Spread the word. Spread it on Facebook. Spread it just to a coworker. To yeah. your own mom. Yeah, it would be great. As a matter of fact, a lot of people do share it with their family members and it's really opened up some dialogue. But the main thing is that if you do... Uh, share it, let us know, and we'll give you a shout out. I think we should move right along to the show. So I thought we'd do a new format today, Cam. Oh, wow. Go for it. So you interviewed Brie Mills. Yes. When I was at the AVN Awards, which is the porn, it's like the Oscars for Porn Awards, uh, and she was nominated for 54, 56, 56 different awards, one of which was the Best Director of the Year Award. Right. She was a big deal. She's really freaking cool, and I had a great time interviewing her. My mom was not at the awards c- ceremony with me, so instead, you want to explain what we're going to do? 
Instead, uh, I was able to pipe in via Skype. But it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. I needed to pipe in even more. And I thought what we would do is just play our the interview straight through, but we'll interrupt at certain times and give us, and we're going to give you our take on what she said because she had so many really interesting things to say. I'd like to like digest them. Yeah. A, and a little more in Process person. Process them a little bit. Yeah. Now that we're in person together. Right. This is great. I'm excited to do this. And I'm uh, excited to do it with you. Yeah. Bream Mills is is a phenomenal porn director. She and and producer. She created Girls Way, which is an all lesbian porn network, and she also created Pure Taboo, which is a, a wild. That's her newest endeavor. It it basically gets into all topics taboo, which brings up a very important listener question. I'll say it. This came from, well, it, it came from anonymous. This person says, hi, love your podcast. I'm curious about your thoughts on the rise of the popularity of mother and son role play porn. And she addresses this uh, during this interview. Yeah. And we've talked to a lot of people about this. Yeah. It it happens to be like the biggest. uh, You know, it's weird because I've noticed that over the years, porn has changed. It never included girl, girl. It never included anal. And now it, it, it's in before it would never include this stepfather daughter thing. And Brie is going to discuss this in this. um, You really are a longitudinal study over here. (laughs) You you have seen porn through the ages. I, I couldn't tell you how I can tell you. I could tell could not tell you much about porn. But it, what's interesting to me is that it, it, it was more than just porn. It, it, the whole way of wit, that women were supposed to act in bed is completely different now than the way it was then. People, women were supposed to be shy. They were, the men were supposed to be the, more of the aggressors, and the women were supposed to be like, "Oh no, 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 okay." And now it's completely different. Oh yeah, and it, you know what's interesting? Last night I was going to sleep, and one of my neighbors, and this woman must have been having the wildest sex of her life, or she's just very verbose during it. But she was like screaming, like literally screaming, so so expressive in her sex. Were you, I, were you aroused by this? I was a little roused. Oh, wow. I didn't go and open my window or anything, but I... <laughs> she was like a howling horny cat. She was a howling horny cat. What do you want me to do? I can't do it. I can put in earplugs. Okay. Anyway, are we going to get to this guy's... Let's try it. Let's just go for it. Here no, we go. How about the question about oh, the, the mother-son role play? Well, I thought we'd go use that after... It's a launching point? All right. Let's yeah. let's hit let's hit Bree Mills. Not hit, but, you know, listen. All right. Never mind. It's coming. You want to sing? And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the porn stars, production ease. Oh, that's a bad one. That's every other one I can get good. Enjoy. Bree Mills, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. For all of our listeners and for my mom, Bree just informed me that she is nom- her company is nominated for 56 AVN Awards. Oh my yes. God. Isn't that wild? I am excited for you. That's amazing. You're bound to win one. How, what what are yeah. some of the names of your your projects? Um, so I have uh, two studios um, that are in contention this year. Uh, Girls Way, which is pretty much the largest all-girl brand in adult. And I spent a lot of my last year building my new studio, Pure Taboo, um, which launched uh, puretaboo.com in September. And our first feature is up for 11 AVN nominations, uh, including Best Drama 
and uh, all of the acting categories, which is wow. uh, what I'm most proud of. I'm that's my big thing is uh, I'm an actor's director, so I'm really really proud of that. So so one thing that I've been experiencing, so I'm I'm here at the AVNs. I did not realize that there would be so many fans here. Like it's it's cro- the mo- the majority of people here are just people who love watching porn and and consume it. it so for me porn has always been like i get aroused really quickly i i jerk off and that's it mm-hmm. so it's not been a big thing for me mm-hmm. and it hasn't i i don't watch it that often mm-hmm. but when i see fans here i'm like they're getting something out of it way more than i've ever thought porn mm-hmm. would allow for so what what do you think is is attracting these people here like what made you want to do this basically it is a avenue for fans to to want to 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 kind of go beyond just that 2 minute jerk off right. you know? and especially as there's been a rise in um uh, piracy issues and free yeah. sites that that allow people who are more casual to to be able to kind of get off quickly um you know it, it's sort of made the super fans even more loyal because oh, they wow. understand that you know in order to keep our industry going you you need to support it and so here's my first question cam yes in terms of the super fans mm-hmm. what the hell did they look like were they really disgusting gross like guys jerking off in the corner or something uh- uh, there were not enough corners for everyone to jerk off in. Uh, I would say, I wouldn't say there was the best looking group of men I've ever seen. Was it all men or were there women? There were some women, predominantly men. I, I saw a lot of couples actually. Well, that, I don't know why I would want to take my girlfriend there. but I went with these to Exotica. Yeah, it was a good couples event. It was kind of fun, yeah. All right. All right, back to Brie. Okay. It seems like your niche has become more uh, artistic mm-hmm. and, and emotion-driven. Is that accurate? Or no, I often get compared a lot to, oh, what you're making is like classic porn of the 70s. Oh, when they, wow. When they cared about the plot and That's when they cared hilarious. about the, the film. But I mean, for me, it's like I don't really think of myself as a pornographer necessarily. I think of myself as a filmmaker who is um, is able to create uh, stories uh, within a very liberated, open-minded, and brave medium. How did you discover that this was even a a, a, a medium or, or area that you could do, be artistic and, and have these intentions? So I actually was hired as a, a marketing uh, in a marketing position for a company called Gamma Entertainment. And at the time, a lesbian content was an afterthought in the industry by a lot of people. And we realized that there was this subculture of fans within porn who were like avid girl girl only watchers Mm. and they were waiting for something better to come along and it kind of gave me the confidence to take that idea and pitch something which at the time was very unprecedented which was the idea of I wanted to create an entire network for girl girl content mother have you ever been into girl girl content what do you, yeah, actually, I, yeah. Really? Uh-huh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I always found that when I was reading erotica when I was growing up, that I was able to put myself in the position of, like, the girl. And but the girl is usually involved in all... In, no, I'm in, saying, like, if it was, like, a, if I was reading about... I remember there was, like, three girls, you know... This is all not in video. It was just reading it, but it was, like, three girls together, and I was like, wow, that's so... I guess because it is so taboo. It, it, it was then it was not accepted at all now it's like eh, it's kind of like hold on no big deal hold on hold on 
What do you not would understand? Your, it was the equivalent to us watching porn or like the modern kids watching porn, you guys sneaking erotica novels? Kind of, yeah. So did you have erotica novels? that you? Yes, were? I still have those. Where would you dog, get those things? Dog-eared novels. Um, it, well, one of them was, and I still recommend it, is Nancy Friday's uh, oh, my secret, my secret garden, garden. How many fucking times? Yeah, and Forbidden Flowers. So, but the, where would you find those books in the first place? In a bookstore. And then you would just sneak them home. I didn't have to sneak them. I just read them. Like no one's looking at what I'm reading. No one's looking at what you're reading. Yeah. You're just randomly reading erotica at the kitchen table. No, I would be doing it when I was asleep. You know, going to bed, going to bed. Oh, that's a little sneaker. Okay. But but I was right about the fact that girl girl at that time was not at all a thing. Oh, she's a, she she paved the way, Brie Bells. She, that's pretty cool. She revolutionized it. Are the people consuming your videos or, or films? Are they women, men? I mean, who are they? Are they mostly men? Yeah. So we um, we our audience is if you were to look at the if you were to look at the breakdown in statistics, the majority of the viewers do identify as male, uh, but we do have about fifteen percent who identify as female. I've always been into erotica ever since I was younger, mm-hmm. and um, and I enjoy porn. I mean, I don't mind. I, I I like watching porn, but I don't like watching like when I was with my husband. He would want to watch a certain like you know get right to the graphic visual scene. And I like the whole plot leading up to it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I was thinking, well, this is great because you're probably creating porn that's geared to women. But is are you not? Or I'm not. I'm well, talking y- heterosexual women. Yeah, I'll tell you the type of stuff that I create. Um, I try to make really interesting, um, good television shows. That's really what I try to make. Um, so I, uh, uh, you know, it's usually about 20 to 30 minutes before any sex starts in any of my episodes, because there is such an emphasis on story and character development. And, uh, a lot of women, uh, love that type of content, you know, allowing yourself to sort of like the mind to wander and imagine where it's going to go. But a lot of, uh, our male fans are equally into it. I think there's people that love a good erotic story. So Cam. Yes. Where do you fall into that? Do you like the like the just to go right to it, the pounding of, or do you like just like the like set the scene, the pizza boy arrives, knocks on the door? Uh, mm, I not either. I don't. I, I don't seriously. <laughs> or the Buddhist. The Buddhist is I'd sitting like there. I like just to imagine a Buddha on a lotus, <laughs> just fondling himself, and that <laughs> that's enough for me. Actually, to be to be actually to be quite honest, so part of my uh, I I've been having to research a lot of porn companies to see if we want to create a partnership with them. So, and recently I came across one called Balesa Balesa dot co, uh, and and they do feminist porn for women, and you know it's just with the woman in mind when they're creating it. And that's kind of what I was trying to get at with her if it was going to be more woman oriented or but if she's saying most of her consumers are male then obviously that, right right so this but this website it just popped up and it, it is specifically for women so there must be a growing demand growing demand for sure and I on this website they have erotica an erotica section that section is actually more enjoyable to me than a lot of the the videos I see on other porn sites what do you like about it I think it's a little more uh Maybe that it's not as extreme and intense. You like the soft porn. I guess I like soft core. I'm a, I fuck, whatever. (laughs) Here we go. 
you know, people have said to me, it's like porn with a side of guilt or you're conscious because it really leaves you very affected oh, at the end wow. of it. I think and you're in a unique con- position right now, though, because yeah. it really is upsetting that I, I have a YouTube channel. A lot of guys, are, you know, think they get their education from porn and the porn that's out there, I think, is misleading young men who start watching it really early on their cell phones in like sixth or seventh grade even. It, mm-hmm. It's misleading them to believe that this is what sex is supposed to be like. So, you know, someone sticking a baseball bat up someone's ass is something pleasurable, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're in mm-hmm. a position where you can not, I mean, it's not a sex education, but you can show what good sex is like. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it's not just it's not just young men that are influenced. It's definitely young women as well. And I absolutely agree with you on the point that you know, as as members of this industry, we are we are uh, sex educator sex educators, whether we believe we are or not, or whether we intend to be or not, because adult content does have such an influence on mainstream you know society and 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 uh, sexual identity and um, sexual definition. So that particular line, I just had to, I literally wrote it down because I thought it was so fascinating what she was saying. Did you, what did your, what was your take on that? How main, how adult content does have such a, an influence on society and sexual identity and the definition of sex. I thought that was genius. It is pretty genius. I like that she takes responsibility for it. it I, it's not just her though. She's saying that pornography takes of course yeah, it's mean, acknowledging what we've been saying all this goddamn time well it, it changes how people view themselves that they're gay or not i mean oh i see that's that's what i found interesting back to the show hey cam you didn't really get into that discussion the way i thought you would i was experiencing some anxiety and got distracted what kind of anxiety i i thought i somehow got staph infection in my eye during that moment and it took me away what I, I had an itchy eye. I happen to have a staph infection on my face right now. I thought I could somehow transfer the staph into my eye. Do you know if staph can infect an eye? I don't know, but what in God's name would make you think that at this particular moment you're going to get staph in your eye? Okay, let's just go back to the okay. show. I'm curious about, do you have to scout in a particular way to find act, actors mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. and then sex workers second no so uh, every performer that i work with are all um uh professional uh adult models that are um based in and around uh shooting out of los angeles and um i don't uh, go to any i mean it's the same pool of talent that many of you know my fellow producers are, are working with i think just the difference is with me um, it's a it's a real day of of acting, whereas you know some other studios, it's focused on other things. Hey Cam, I thought about something. Yeah. Did she mention during that whole time? I mean, you've had some theater training. Did she mention that you? I made, knew you were going to go. Why what? do you have to stop the interview for this? Right. I now? just you know I'm not going to be an adult performer. I thought it's a good way to make some quick bucks. <laughs> <laughs> she, she didn't suggest that you should think about this as a career. It would legitimately be quick bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who's working on all aspects of our productions are incredibly talented people who are, are just, you got to get this uh, stigma or this label slapped on you because it's content that involves sex. You know, totally. but Game of Thrones can have all kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah, that's what I was cool. going to say. I've seen more graphic stuff on Game of Thrones or Banshee or, or, or Fifty Shades of Grey. I mean, yeah. I, and that seems to be legit. I mean, no one blinks an eye, uh, you know, and I tell you, Fifty Shades of Grey, like, opened up all these women that are like, you know, they were like sneaking it. And it, it legitimized mm-hmm. women being able to watch 
I would think pretty close to porn and being okay mm-hmm. about telling everyone that they do watch it and read it and love it. So let's say you're watching an episode of Game of Thrones and it's in a brothel or something. Well, half of those you know, actors in that brothel scene are probably adult actors. They hire a lot uh, uh, oftentimes because adult actors are willing to do nudity. Mike, I have a question that we haven't really addressed yet, which mm-hmm. is like, why did you, did you in- choose to include sex in this? Why not make something like Game of Thrones mm-hmm. or something or, or, or just regular TV mm-hmm. if you're interested in story and stuff like that? Well, I feel I, I truly I really feel that we're at an advantage. You know, we have the ability to explore. I mean, sex is a fascinating, fascinating subject to write stories about. Um, you know, to tell about and, and, and to be able to weave the two together without worry of, um, you know, the censors is gives actually is very liberating. Mm-hmm. I could tell a much more interesting story if I don't have to fudge out the fact that it involves sex. Mom, you know, you are constantly complaining about how you are censored on YouTube. Yeah. So this is a woman who is shooting pure taboo porn and she doesn't even have as much censorship as you do. Isn't that crazy? It is pretty nuts. That, that's the whole point that why I'm so aggravated about with YouTube, that they gave me a strike because I showed a just a girl giving another girl a massage. Uh, a <laughs> massage. I mean, that, I think that's educational. How could they give me hey, a strike listeners, for that? Do your, does your mom <laughs> get strikes from YouTube for doing a, uh, a just a simple erotic massage between a woman and another woman? Well, uh, let me ask you another question. Yeah. Okay, because they're not able to answer that. If you had the opportunity to be in a film and they said oh you've got to be completely nude, what? what would you do? Would you do it? Well, what, when in what situation would I would that happen? I just if saw, it were a clown I, movie and it was really <laughs> funny, I would do it. Okay, it's Krusty the Clown. Yeah, it was a Crossing the Clown movie. I would do it. No, but you know, I just saw, I think it was Billions, and there was an elderly man. They showed him getting out of like a hot tub, and they had complete full frontal nudity. Was it, was it clowning? He was not a clown, and he was, he was yeah, I wouldn't an do elderly it. man. That Call I it off. Did not expect to just have no qualms about showing off his dick. No chance. Mainstream TV. I'm curious to know where you think that the industry is going. I know Pure Taboo deals with categories of, of porn that are very niche and, mm-hmm. and a little risque. Yeah. Is that is that because you see it going more in that direction or? Well, it was, you know, this was just a, a you know, I, I this was a sort of a, a subject, subject matter that I wanted to tackle. You know, just like I wanted to tackle within Girls Way all different kinds of stories and dynamics featuring women together. Pure taboo is I wanted to take the definition of taboo, which is you know the things you're not supposed to do or see according to social convention. Can you give us some examples, by the way? Yeah, sure. So um, you know we deal with all kinds of different stories on pure taboo. There are um, the sort of forbidden family themes, which you see a lot in adult content now. Um, so you stepfather, stepdaughter type of situations, but we also deal with. Um, kind of uh, 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 quasi-crime th- thrillers, um, misuse of authority, um, you know, a, a lot of stuff. We were once called the law and order of porn. I think that's oh, probably wow. a pretty good way to describe us. Uh, but what I like about that is that I, it's really allowing me to explore like this sort of psych- dark psychological sides of sexuality. Um, and I'm what's sort of risque about it is that I don't shy away from telling these stories. Uh, I know very well where my boundaries are. I know very well what I can do and I can't do. What, what, are, what, are, the, what are the boundaries that you're talking about? Just out of curiosity. 
Um, there, well, there's certain things that, that I, I lines I'm not going to cross, particularly in terms of uh, issues related to consent. So I'm not going to do any stories that don't feature uh, um, a you know consent consensual sexual activity. Um, obviously, there's certain uh, legal boundaries in terms of uh, certain subject matter that we can't show. Uh, you can't show um, you know anything involving um, like a lot of sex and violence stuff that's directly correlated. Um, and, uh, you know, no, um, actual, actual incestual content and stuff like that. I think it's time to get back to that listener question, which is, I'm curious, what are your thoughts on the rise of popularity of mother and son roleplay porn? It is, it's becoming a niche. I mean, she even acknowledges. And, and who said it? Holly Randall and one of the prior... Uh... Yeah, I mean, it, you go on any porn site, you, every fucking video is, oh, look at stepmom, stepdad, stepdaughter. They're all steps. No, but, but Holly, I think it was Holly who gave Holly Randall ex- came on the show. She's also another film uh, director and producer. And she, she, she said that the reason that we see such an upsurge in this is because there is so many more blended families these days which is interesting too. so people yeah. are relating to the idea yeah. of having a stepmom or stepdad or stepdaughter or stepson yeah and i i i what do you think about that uh i don't i don't really quite understand why people are attracted to taboo like sex scenes in the first place why don't you not understand that i i don't personally uh it's fantasy yeah. it's not acting it's fantasy i'm just saying it doesn't for me it doesn't register that much you know i think like, what I happens is that if you're in a at, at one point people just got bored with watching man woman man woman you know in right a so the, the, i'm still at the point where that's <laughs> that's exciting almost too exciting for me <laughs> so then then you don't understand the whole uh, bukkake gang gangbang yeah, bukkake gangbang I, I don't even know how you even get to that point well i i don't think you'll ever get to that point but the but the uh, the other thing is, you know, Sarah J, another um, director, Whiteside Productions, mm. a porn and a porn star or adult entertainer, said one of the things that she really didn't like about the industry. I remember interviewing her a couple of years ago at uh, Exotica was she didn't like the fetish shaming that goes on in the industry. Mm, mm-hmm. And that was a couple of years ago even. So I think, you know, people are just judgmental and use in society is telling us you know what is acceptable and what's not acceptable and it's just i think that we have to realize that porn is is just like reading erotica it's a fantasy it's not i mean the number one fantasy of all women is is rape yeah and that doesn't mean that i want to be raped because i fantasize about being raped do you fantasize about being being raped uh no but I, I would, you know, some of those little bonded scenes could be erotic. Yeah, yeah. I shouldn't say I don't entirely understand the taboo. How taboo can be, like, kind of do, doing something that you're not supposed to do is a is a rush. You know, it's kind of like watching a horror film. Like you're 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 like, oh my god, I should not be. here. You don't like horror films. I know. I know. So it's a <laughs> tricky situation. I think. I think I'm like a very. If you got, why does it have to go all the way to the fucking like? You just like these crazy friendly extents. Ghost. Yeah, give me something a little lighter or something. Oh god, uh, listeners are probably thinking this guy kind of is such a fucking lightweight. What are they? I, I recognize I'm a lightweight. No, I'm very sensitive. You're not. You're a muggle. Yeah, I was called a muggle by Carol and David of the. The sexy lifestyle of swingers. <laughs> they call me a muggle. It's okay. I'm a muggle. I don't care. A muggle and proud of it. We're going to get t-shirts made. Muggle and proud of it. Vanilla and proud. 
At any rate, so it's a whole thing. I, although of I, fantasy, I, I, sh- I shouldn't. I, I think I'm making myself out to be a yeah. little bit of a caricature. I could, I could, I, I, I could get into some, some of that stuff. I guess. Yeah, you went to the um, the BDS. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't that. That wasn't. I, I could see how that could be a rough. Uh, but then again, I'm thinking like I'm not going to be the guy who's getting his balls tapped by a fucking cattle prod. Oh, that's not going to happen to me. But it's a fantasy. I would never fantasize about that. Okay. I'm not. I would not fantasize about you getting your balls tapped. I'm just by saying. So you know, some people are into it. Some people are not. I don't. I. I you know, it's inter- okay. Let's. But get the pa- point I'm saying about all this stuff is that society determines what's acceptable and what's not, and I don't see why we can't even fantasize about whatever we want. I. Th- I. Th- I completely agree with you. And that's what porn is. It's a fantasy. All right. All right. Point taken. How do people find your content or where should they check your workout? Sure. So um, girlsway.com is where you want to check out. uh, If you're a girl, girl fan or curious, that is the the best place on the net to go. Puretaboo.com is my new studio. Would you be open to having Cam and I come and take a look at while you're filming? <laughs> Thank you for including me in that, Mom. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime you guys want to come down. We end all of our interviews with the same question, which is Have you ever walked in on a parent having sex, or have they walked in on you having sex? Um, nobody's ever, no, no parent of mine has ever walked in on me having sex. Um, I do remember at a certain point um, overhearing one of my parents having sex. And my father is a university professor, and he actually is a professor of a lot of sexuality studies. And oh. I will call, like, that's another whole other podcast. I was going to say, that <laughs> sounds well. like another whole podcast right there, too. It, it is. But he was very, let's just call him, like, a, he was a very liberated, open-minded uh, individual. And I was sort of like, Dad, please, you know, like, I can hear you stop. And he's like, oh, you're being a prude. I'm like, no, like, I'm, a, like, I'm, a, like, I'm 11 years old. Please stop. <laughs> so I did, like, over, overheard by my, my father at, at one point. Gotcha. Well, thank you so much no, for coming on the show. So Good luck much. today. I appreciate so that. So interesting thank you to guys. talk to. This was fun. And that was our show with Bree Mills. And uh, I hope you liked that little format that we had if you weren't too confused by it. I loved it. I think it's fun. It was really fun. So we're going to try that again just to spice it up a little bit. And I love that interview with Brie Mills. She's really, really intelligent. And I think she shed a, a beautiful light on the porn industry. I think so too. I would love to hear your thoughts, your comments. And your your questions, maybe your reactions to this idea of of you know taboo subject, like why taboo is such a big thing in porn. Um, anything maybe, you anything any you stories found, yeah. that you have, maybe about watching porn. Yeah, we'd we'd love a voicemail. What's your favorite category of porn? Is it cougar porn? Jesus Christ! <laughs> which is one is of it the clown fastest, porn? Which is one of the, oh another fast growing genre. I, so anyway, we'd like to know, and you might be featured in the morning after show. Yes. Give us a call at yes, text mom. Or text us. Your voicemail is much better. Okay. Much, much higher mind. chance of getting played if you, if you leave a voicemail. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for listening. We could not do this without you. We love you very much. Please remember to share this with a friend. And you'll get a shout out from us. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. 
So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.